welcome to Hannah's heart. So Hannah, she's just one of the women who did struggle with infertility in the Bible. No matter who we are, we can be inspired by the fact that Hannah took her pain to God and God heard her and was with her. So when she was praying at the temple, she had been weeping and not eating and her lips were moving, but her eyes were closed and the priest was like, why are you drunk at the temple? Because yeah. it can become an obsession when you want Wanting a child so deeply. And desiring that baby and to be a mama. Every holiday, every Mother's Day. This is not a show that's going to promise you a certain outcome. But this is a show that says, however God answers your cry, we know that He's enough. Hi, this is Kendra. And I'm Anne. And thanks for joining us on Hannah's Heart today. Um, If you've listened in before, you know that we are a show that deals with couples who struggle with infertility and miscarriage and then also unique ways of building your family, Mm -hmm. whether it's foster care or parenting other people's kids in a way or adoption. It seems like we've kind of covered a little bit of everything on this podcast. Everybody's story is different, but (laughs) so beautiful. We just want to encourage you as you're along on that journey. Both of us have walked through it, so we understand. Um, And infertility continues to affect us. Um, every day. So we've we've learned that, um, man, Jesus is your anchor to hold you firm and secure right. through any storm. And um, yeah, so today's episode, we're really excited. We're in the holiday season right, right. now, right? Thanksgiving is behind us. We have Christmas. Um, you're getting together with families. There's parties and there's that empty spot on mm-hmm. the mantle where mm-hmm. the Christmas stocking should be for right. that child that your heart so desires, right? Yeah, yep. it's. I remember walking through the Christmas season before we had our two that we have right now. Mm. And just, yeah, like my arms aching to want to hang up. Like I wanted mm. a first Christmas baby mm. ornament to put on the tree. I just remember thinking like, when am I ever going to need a first Christmas mm. baby ornament? Mm. I don't know why. It's just like that, this achy hole in your heart yeah. that literally you feel like something is missing yeah. in your life because you have that desire. And honestly, for a lot of women, I really believe that that desire is rooted in um, God's actual plan for you is to mm-hmm. have a child. Mm-hmm. And so it's just the not yet. It's the fulfillment of um, a, a promise of God. Um, and you don't know how it's going to happen. Right. And um, just being through that season, I was always drawn to the story of Mary in the Bible because, yeah. um, you know, it's that season of of waiting for that fulfillment. Jesus was the fulfillment of of, of an expected child. Right. Um, not the way that Mary... Yeah, her ever. life looked a whole lot different sure, than what sure. she pictured too. <laughs> well, today we want to talk about two women of the Bible um, that we've, we've talked about before on this program, but um, Hannah, who... Um, for those of you that don't know, Hannah's heart is named after, after this Hannah. Hannah. In the Bible. Can you give us a, just a brief and summary of her life? Like 30 seconds <laughs> flyover uh, version. Somebody asked me questions about Hannah the other day and all of a sudden went blank. I was like, who is she? Who is she to? I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so Hannah is from 1 Samuel in the New Testament. And or Old Testament. That's what I meant. <laughs> yep, in the Old Testament. And... Um, she, it says that God had closed her womb mm-hmm. and she was married to Elkanah. I mm-hmm. think that's how you say his name. And he was actually um, married to someone else too. And the lady- That was allowed back then. That was allowed back then. <laughs> Not recommended. Oh. Anyway, um, that 
lady's name was Panaya, and I think that's how you say her name. She was able to have kids, and she rubbed it all in Hannah's mm, face. Proud. And Hannah was not. Yeah. And so, but she was never ugly back. Um, long story short, though, they ended up going to the temple as the Israelites did. What Regularly, was, yeah. Right. And um, she was there praying. And as the intro even says to, to, our <laughs> to our show, right, it talks about her closing her eyes and weeping. And the priest, Eli, thought she was drunk. And he, like, kind of scolded her a little bit. And she was like, I'm not drunk. I'm just so sad. Mm. And because she was wanting that baby there at the temple, she told the Lord, if you bless me with the son, I will give him back. Mm. And the Lord, actually, Eli told her when she left that she would have a son mm. and um, she did and then mm. she gave that baby back to the Lord just as she had said she would so that mm. is why our show is named Hannah's Heart well and the other lady that we're going to be talking about today is a little more well-known Mary mm-hmm. mother of Jesus um, of course her immaculate conception you know she was uh, engaged to be married to Joseph and the Holy Spirit um, overshadows her, an angel comes and says, hey, you're going to have a baby and he's going to be the son of God. And, uh, and she's wow. like, how am I going to have a baby? Why, how is this going to, how will this be? And, and her reaction was, you know, um, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to right. be as you have said. Mm-hmm. So both of these ladies have these kind of unusual conception stories and then they're followed up by a song mm-hmm. of praise that just spontaneously emerges from these women's hearts. Um, and we want to talk about that today. Um, and you did a little research. Um, do, 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 little. <laughs> I don't know. That's my research sound effect. That's Anne Googling <laughs> a year, a couple oh, years ago man. about the origins of um, her song, of oh, yeah. Hannah's song. Could you share that? I sure will. Um, yeah, where did that piece of paper go? Right here. Um, so what I started looking up, this is before Hannah's heart even existed, um, but I was looking into Hannah's prayer, and one thing I found um, was something that said that Hannah's prayer is the mother to the book of Psalms, which I thought was interesting. Hannah's psalm is among the earliest examples of Israelite poetry and is considered one of the first psalms ever written um so i thought that was really mm. interesting i didn't know that ever before yeah, the I beauty that. and the poetry of it like because we just read it in english and so we right. don't maybe catch all of the the um subtleties of mm-hmm. hebrew poetry that if we read it in its native language we would but it's actually right. a very beautiful right poem Right, and song. then what we haven't read yet is Mary's mm-hmm. psalm, but how they're kind of, I don't know if intertwined is the right yeah. word, but it seems like Mary could have possibly hidden. Borrowed, yeah. Yeah, and it talks about hidden, hiding God's word in yeah. your heart, and so it seems that Hannah's psalm was hidden Inspired. in Mary's heart yeah. somewhere. So here's Mary, this crazy, amazing thing happens in her life. She's probably memorized. Mm-hmm. Um, this beautiful poem and she borrows from God's word and applies it to her own situation as this beautiful song of praise. And um, I didn't realize that these two songs and um, passages of scripture were connected until recently when I was reading first Samuel, it came up in my Bible time reading. And um, I, I have previously memorized Mary's song from my Bible quiz days. Awesome. So I had that in my head and I started reading Hannah's and I was like, what? 
these what these, this is so similar and so we wanted to talk about that today but also just to talk about um how do we have the heart behind that behind these women that says lord may it be to me as you have said that was mm-hmm. mary's response she said i am the lord's servant yeah. may it be to me as you have said and um hannah I, also right i was gonna say i think hannah called herself a maid servant a maid I servant think. of god so yeah. there, it starts off the perspective of these two women is servanthood yeah. and that's so helpful when you're struggling with infertility because when you say, may it be to me, as you have said, you're literally saying, God, I'm giving you the pen to write mm-hmm. the story of my life. Right. That's scary. It is so he scary. He might not write what I want. <laughs> he because might I don't control else. that pen and I right. really want to. Oh, I had to deal with that yeah. with my um, love story, you know, and yeah. like surrendering to God that you're going to be the one to bring this man in, in your timing, in your way. Right. My plan would have been a little earlier. <laughs> right. We could have gotten the show started a little There's earlier. There's a few but. chapters he had a few uh, ups and downs before then my plan would not have been for infertility right. for our family my right. plan would not have been to have to walk through a miscarriage and not that God wrote that but he allows things in our life and he's with us every story um, that is worth telling has a low point oh sure you know yeah. before uh, the but God right you don't hear in. these awesome testimonies and strong people and they're like I have never experienced hardship. Yeah. You know, you don't hear people say that because hardship, I'm forgetting the verse right now, but it talks about when you go through struggles, mm. when you're weak, when I am weak, mm. that is when God is strong. Yeah. Christ and, is formed in you in those moments. Right. Right. And, and I wouldn't, I would not be who I am today without infertility. No, no. Um, but it starts with having that attitude of, I am the Lord's servant. Lord, if, if it be your will to allow this season to be in my life, you allowed it for a purpose. Would you use it to shape me and make me more like Jesus? Mm. Um, well, okay. Let's jump into some of their songs and some of the similarities. So I'm going to read the first verse of Mary's song and the first verse of Hannah's song. Okay. So um, then Hannah prayed and said, my heart rejoices in the Lord. In the Lord, my horn is lifted high. My mouth boasts over my enemies for I delight in your deliverance. And then Mary says, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. So, okay, anything you notice in that, uh, Anne, that's similar? My soul glorifies the Lord. Right. My heart rejoices in the Lord. I magnify the Lord. My spirit has rejoiced in God. I mean, it's like praise. Right, right. Exactly how we should be. <laughs> and I thought this was interesting too. I, for some reason, I was thinking Mary's song was like after Jesus was born. Oh, no, oh, it's oh. before he's born, after she receives the announcement. So she's in the middle of processing a complicated situation because right, the angel yeah. he was was he still there or he had just so left? the angel appeared and then she went to go visit um her cousin elizabeth she goes and visit her elizabeth says whoa the the baby in my womb leaps for, right, you know, leapt for right. joy when you came in and heard your voice and then mary goes into goes into this okay, song okay. so she's pregnant um, probably, I don't know if she knows how things are going to work out with Joseph and be like, Hey, I have this baby's gods. <laughs> you know, that's a little awkward <laughs> to explain. Yeah. There's the shame of like a culture, not understanding right. this. Right. Um, I mean, t- I'm sure she was unwed- mocked and like, yeah, I, for some reason I've thought about Noah. Yeah. I know that doesn't correlate oh, yeah. at all, but because righteousness being mocked, Noah could not see the flood. The mm. water was not here yet. And he was building this. Ark, yes, and I just picture people mocking him, yes. like you're so 
dumb. Yeah. I mean, I know people don't like the word dumb, but like yeah. they were calling him way worse names than yeah. that, probably. Um, for some reason, I picture him and he, you know, even though he probably felt crazy some days, mm. he stuck with it and did what the Lord told him to do. Mm. And then thanks to Noah, we're here today. And so, yeah, thanks to Mary, you mm. know, for doing what the Lord told her to do. And I'm sure she did get mocking from relatives mm. even and then even had mm. uh joseph question her yeah. which i understand yeah he was could have easily divorced her and right. had grounds to divorce her right here this man that like your whole the whole, and back then this wasn't just like oh I'll marry somebody else this is like the protection and provision like mm-hmm. marriage was like security so like she was giving up everything that she knew right. um to say god i'm your servant i'm willing to do it your way and then she she had the audacity to praise God in the middle of that right. storm. Like, I mean, a sense of storm. Yeah. But when you look at how she praises God, it's not that she's, um, both of these women aren't focusing just on, oh, I'm praising God because I get to have a baby. They're praising God because of who he is, his character and his nature. Um, and Mary specifically, you read this and you kind of get the understanding that she kind of knew, she might not have known that Jesus was going to come and die and all of that, but she knew that this baby born to her was going to be the savior of mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you, We get hints of that. Um, okay, so they both sp- erupt in spontaneous praise. Um, then um, in uh, Hannah's song, she says, there is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one beside you. There is no rock like our God. So she's focusing on who God is, his mm-hmm. holiness, his steadfastness, that he is unchanging. Mary says, um, for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. So they are calling upon the attributes of God and who he has been to them. This is something we need to do when we're in the storm. We need to just say who we know God is, even yeah. when we don't feel that he's merciful. Um, say what you know to be true about the Lord. And I want to challenge our listeners too. I'm getting ahead of myself, but... I want to challenge you if you're in the middle of struggling with infertility or miscarriage or any struggle in your life, really, to write a song. What would be the Mm -hmm. song that Mm -hmm. emerges from your heart spontaneously? What in the middle of the storm, what comes out? Because that's, um, you know, we're tested by trials to to really know what's deep in our heart. Are you able to still say Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Lord gives and takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He is holy. He is enough. He is sufficient. He is my savior. Mm-hmm. Can you proclaim those things now? Um, because that's that's when it matters. Right, right. Uh, to be honest, Kendra, there are some days I don't feel like that's what have, would have come out of my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, right? If you're asking me to do that right now, I don't think I would, not in today, mm-hmm. but if we were mm-hmm. three years ago right now. Yeah, um, post babies being in our arms, not being able to even see that moment. Right, right. Like we don't know if that's coming. Right. Um, There were some days I don't think it would have been wholly coming Mm -hmm. out of my mouth. I'm not saying that was Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. but I'm just being real with you. In those days though, I think it's okay to fake it till you make it. Now let me me clarify. (laughs) I am not saying pretend to be happy. It is okay to grieve over over a loss it yeah, is okay you have to uh-huh and it's if you natural. haven't done that yet even if you haven't had a miscarriage 
there is still life to be grieved in my opinion because if you are experiencing infertility whether that's for the last year or 10 years there is a life that you pictured being in your arms that Mm -hmm. is not there Mm -hmm. and so I really do think that that's important I had to learn Mm -hmm. to do that um, before I even knew I had experienced it's a chemical pregnancy miscarriage Um, before I even knew I had experienced those Mm. um I had to let myself grieve mm-hmm. the, you know, the toddler the that I thought with we you would have. Too. Jesus right. is right. not like, oh my gosh, Anne's grieving. What am I going to do? Right. No, he sees you in that moment and, and he I grieves with you. feel like being real, like what you're talking about is so important for your relationship with Christ because he already yeah. does know. Yeah. He knows where you're at. It's just important for you to acknowledge it and trust him enough to say yes. it to him. So when I say fake it to make it, I don't mean put on a fake smile right. and pretend everything's okay. Right. What I mean is you might not feel like praising God, but we are not led by our feelings as mm-hmm. believers. We mm-hmm. are we are led by faith. That's right. So what you do is you say, I know God is good. I don't feel like he's being good to me, but I'm going to crank up the praise music. I am going mm-hmm. to declare blessing over my family. I'm going to... Um, Even though I might be mourning and weeping, I am going to proclaim that the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy is something that you can have in the midst of suffering and in the midst of weeping, you can also have joy. Right. I remember when Eric and I, and I've shared this before, when we had our miscarriage um, and I found out the news, I was at home alone and I went to our piano and like, I just, there was so much, I was like a tornado of thoughts whirling mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. in my head and I just was like shh for a minute and I went to the piano and I just played a worship song and I was like I literally who else can I turn to yeah. you are my sufficiency in this right. moment so I encourage our listeners take that grief to God you can yeah. you can suffer but uh, lean into him as as your joy um, just a few more similarities between their two stories um, before we have to wrap up the show. Um, in verse 53 of uh, Mary's song, um, she says, He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. Um, in Hannah's song, she says, um, Those who were full hire themselves out for food, but those who were hungry are no more. Um, and then she says, the, you know, the Lord sends poverty and wealth. He humbles and he exalts. He raises the poor from the dust. If you look at the similarities between these two, um, both of them are kind of calling on the mercy of God and the mercy of God to see the person who seems lowly, the person who is humble, the person who is poor, the person who is barren. Hannah says, um, in fact, speaking of barrenness, since that's the theme of our show, um, she says that the Lord, um, let's see, where did it go? Um, she who has barren has borne seven son, uh, seven children, um, but she who has had many sons pines away that this is what the Lord does for the barren woman. Um, and um, I think all of that is calling upon the fact that God sees the person who society pushes aside. So if you're barren and you think you are less than, that you are less than a woman because right. a woman's role is to have babies, then the Lord sees you. He right. sees the poor. He sees the needy. He sees the barren. Yeah. And um, for I feel like forgotten. I, mm. I don't think I really was forgotten, but I remember feeling that way mm-hmm. because I had wonderful friends that never 
intentionally left me out of things Mm -hmm. but they had their own little mom groups to be a part of and preschool to go to and fall festivals Mm -hmm. and different things like that christmas parades different things like that that there was no Mm -hmm. reason for me to go you feel a little silly you're like i'm an adult do i need to go to the pumpkin patch right (laughs) um but when you have Friends that are getting to do those things. Mm-hmm. and You feel forgotten. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I just feel, I remember feeling that way. So if you do feel that way during this Christmas season, I encourage you, you and your spouse, still go and, and enjoy those type of things. Yes, like if you cool. enjoy going to a Christmas parade, go get you a cup of coffee and go yeah. on a date and go to that Christmas parade. Go get you a pumpkin at the pumpkin go, patch go to the if pumpkin. you want it. Right, right. <laughs> go enjoy yeah. those things that you, yeah. would, that you desire to one day do as a family because the Lord has already made you a family mm-hmm. unit. You and your husband are mm-hmm. a family. Rather you have a biological baby sitting there with you or not. Mm-hmm. So I, and I think when you that's praise important. God when in that season of there not being an extra Christmas stocking to right. hang up, I think it does something to the devil that makes him just so angry. Right. Because like, he didn't get the best of you. Yeah. It's like, how can they rejoice? They don't even have a kid yet. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so if you want to make the devil mad, praise God to say, now granted, you're not, you don't have to name it and claim it and be like, I will have seven children and right. they will be named in this order. Like, right. no, I'm not saying not you have to predict all of that. But you say, Lord, I know that even though there is no child in my arms, um, that you fill the hungry with good things. That's right. There is a hunger in me for a family. I know that in you, I will have all good things that mm-hmm. I need, that, mm-hmm. that, that you are sufficient. I praise right. you that if it's your plan for us to have a baby, then I will have a baby in your timing. And I right. praise you for that. Well, and also use this time. I think even when you have children, of course, we still need to do the little Christmas boxes or the angel mm-hmm. tree or serve yes dinners or whatever that looks like but use this time because when you have kids life gets real busy yes and it's (laughs) busy not in a bad way at all but you're busy yeah and so um during the time that it is you and your husband use that time to invest in other kids lives rather it's sending more shoe boxes than what you think you might Mm -hmm. would usually or picking up kids off the angel tree our little guy that we have through foster care um at the time of this recording, mm-hmm. he was on the angel tree last year and I didn't even know it. And then all of a sudden we have a family to bring us this garbage bag of clothes and goodies for him at Christmas last mm-hmm. year. And that was just a blessing that we didn't even know we were going to get. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, use that time to love on other people's kids that might need some extra love and attention this year. Mm-hmm. And when you have that attitude of caring for other people and praising God, even though you don't hold the blessing yet, um, it brings you joy. Mm-hmm. Like it changes it your at the atmosphere in your right. home right. to where you that emptiness won't be as achy. It That's will right. feel differently because you will feel fulfilled by um, being obedient to the things That's that right. God called you to do. And you'll also say that you are needed. Yes. <laughs> you are needed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that there's a beauty in the role of being a mama um, and both Hannah and Mary um the whole reason they're mentioned in scripture is their connection to being a mama, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like they wouldn't be there. It's not like Mary is highly favored because she was a great political leader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it wasn't Hannah's incredible career that made her noteworthy right. in scripture. It right. was God called them to be mamas and to raise mm-hmm. godly babies. And 
um, scripture says that um, both. Actually, this is another comparison between the two of them. Both of the children are described as growing in wisdom and in favor with God and men. Yeah. Um, that phrase uh, in, in with Jesus it says, "And he grew in wisdom and stature and favor with God and men." Well, what helps a child grow in wisdom? Um, what a mama, a, a godly oh, mama right. who right. knows to the word of God. So right now, your role might not be mama. You might not have that the title, title yet. Yet, but if God has put that calling in your heart, um, I truly believe that He will either fulfill it in a different way, or He will He will give you the desire of your heart when you delight in Him. Mm -hmm. Um, So that desire to be a mama is not altogether selfish, right? um, right. And it is it is a beautiful a beautiful calling not to be afraid of. (laughs) That's right. That's right. One that I definitely think we need to acknowledge, Mm -hmm. and that everybody's longing looks different. Yes, time of wait. Um, but anything else? I, I know we have yeah. a few. There's a few contrasts I, mm-hmm. I, that I noticed in mm-hmm. this article you're talking about. I thought this yeah. was really neat um, that there is actually no need for Mary to pledge Jesus to God's service mm-hmm. because he was born fully God and fully man. But Mary and Joseph did present their son to God still. They dedicated as, him on the eighth day. Right, right. right. So I thought that was huh. really neat. That So he, Hannah brought... Samuel right. and Mary brought Jesus, but she didn't have to. He was right. already God's. <laughs> right. She just still chose to. So I thought that was really neat. And um, both of them in that, I think there's a recognition of this child is not my own. Right. Even though it's this miraculous gift from God and you gave him to me, he's yeah. he's for your purpose. Right. Right. Mm. I thought That's that good. was really neat. Wow. Out of time already. <laughs> Let me. Ju- I would love to pray for our listeners real quickly. Father God, I just lift up anyone who's listening who might be hurting in their heart in this season. I thank you that you fill the hungry with good things. Lord, that um, for those that hunger family, hunger for um, motherhood and fellowship, that you are going to not forget them, that um, you see them and you want to fill them to overflowing with the joy of the Lord. I pray that you would help them to have songs of praise just spontaneously erupt out of their mouth as they meditate on who you are and your goodness. And if they don't feel it, Lord, help them to walk in faith until it becomes real. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas, ladies. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Hannah's Heart.